Welcome to a special Thanksgiving edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. The event that Americans commonly called the first Thanksgiving was celebrated by the pilgrims after the first harvest in the New World back in October of 1621. This feast lasted three days. Can you believe it? As accounted by attendee Edward Winslow, it was attended by 90 Native Americans and 53 pilgrims. Now, Thanksgiving did not become a national holiday until over 200 years later. Sarah Josepha Hale, the woman who actually wrote the classic song, Mary Had a Little Lamb, convinced President Lincoln in 1863 to make Thanksgiving a national holiday after writing letters for 17 years campaigning for this event to happen. According to the U.S. National Archives, on the 28th of September, 1789, the first Federal Congress passed a resolution asking that the President of the United States recommend to the nation a day of Thanksgiving. A few years later, George Washington issued a proclamation naming Thursday the 26th of November, 1789, as a day of public Thanksgiving. That was the first time Thanksgiving was celebrated under the new Constitution. Did you know that Thanksgiving was almost a fast and not a feast? The early settlers actually gave thanks by praying and abstaining from food, which is what they planned on doing to celebrate their first harvest. That is, until the Wampanoag Indians joined them and turned their fast into a three-day feast. Historians say that no turkey was served on that first Thanksgiving meal. So what was on the menu? Deer or venison, ducks, geese, oysters, lobster, eel, and fish. They probably ate pumpkins, but no pumpkin pies. They also didn't eat mashed potatoes or cranberry sauce or relish as some call it, but they probably did eat cranberries. Recently, we asked some people what type of traditions they have for Thanksgiving. Traditions for Thanksgiving are always family, right? It's uh, always food and family, fun, uh, festivities. And so, you know, it usually starts with uh, games, board games, card games, these sort of things. And then the big turkey with the uh, dressing and the cranberry sauce and all the fixings and multiple pies and uh you know you eat until you're stuffed and then you watch football usually take a nap and uh just enjoy being together we don't have any big traditions that we just kind of do the regular thanksgiving thing we get up we watch the parade together and then we cook together and eat my memories of thanksgiving are around the food that we eat together and things that my grandmothers used to cook and those traditions that got passed down from generation to generation Our tradition at Thanksgiving is spending time together and eating way more than we need to, but enjoying every minute. For Thanksgiving, we usually go to my grandmother's, and we love it. We just make a big feast of everything. Everyone brings a potluck of just yummy, good foods, and you just sit around and spend time together, play some board games, play some cards, just have fun. Traditions that my family has at Thanksgiving are between both families now being married with kids is trying to get to each house and spend some time on our own just to sit down and enjoy a meal at both places and no matter how stuffed we are is to be able to sit around the table and just be with people we've now gotten to the time where we invite other people in you know may not have family around to be able to have those folks come over and enjoy time with them too the traditions that we have at thanksgiving we always eat turkey and dressing and ham and typically my mom makes the homemade dressing and she's just started like passing that on 
on to her kids. And so we've been able to help make it so that we can learn how to do it and pass it on. So, yeah, all around food typically and then watching football on TV. (laughs) The traditions that I enjoy during Thanksgiving are getting together with my family, eating the meal, watching a Christmas story every year. Like the Grinch. If the Grinch is on, I want to watch the Grinch. Some traditions of Thanksgiving that I love the most, cutting the ham, because I like to make the layers really thin. So getting a honey-baked ham on Wednesday and then letting it sit in the oven overnight, delicious. Some of our traditions at Thanksgiving, well, we gather at our home. whole family gathers at our home. Used to be at my mother's, and she passed the torch several years ago to me. Of course, we have our traditional foods. We have to have our turkey, our dressing, our creamed onions, roast potatoes, sweet potato casserole, and all that, and pies. Can't forget the pies. I actually passed the torch to our daughter. That's been a huge blessing, and it's just great to gather with family and share special times together, reminisce about the year, and talk about things to come. Some of our Thanksgiving traditions are we spend time with my granddad and all the siblings. For me, that was my aunt and my uncle, but people bring food. It's just it's just what we do. It's a, a blast. The other thing that we do is more of a Friendsgiving concept, and on Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving, there's about 45 different people that get together, pack it in the house, and just have a good time together. It's awesome. Some of my traditions of Thanksgiving is family gathering. We eat, we pray, we socialize. We have dinner together, we watch football together, usually add a Christmas movie into that, but just spending time together. Did you know that Thanksgiving is the reason for TV dinners? Well, in 1953, Swanson had so much extra turkey, actually 260 tons worth, that a salesman told them that they should package it onto aluminum trays with other sides like sweet potatoes, and the first TV dinners were born. Each year, the president of the U.S. pardons a turkey and spares it from being eaten for Thanksgiving dinner. The first turkey pardoning ceremony started with President Truman in 1947. Why is Thanksgiving the fourth Thursday in November? Well, President Abe Lincoln said Thanksgiving would be the fourth Thursday in November. But in 1939, President Roosevelt moved it up a week, hoping that it would help the shopping season during the Depression era. It never caught on, and it was changed back two years later. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade began in 1924, with 400 employees marching from Covenant Avenue to 145th Street in New York City. No large balloons were at this parade. It only featured live animals from Central Park Zoo. The heaviest turkey on record, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, weighs 86 pounds. The average turkey for Thanksgiving weighs about 15 pounds. Female turkeys don't gobble, only male turkeys gobble. Campbell's Soup created green bean casserole for an annual cookbook 50 years ago. It now sells $20 million worth of cream of mushroom soup every year. Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird, not the eagle. Americans eat 46 million turkeys each Thanksgiving. Californians consume the most turkey in the U.S. on Thanksgiving Day. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin's first meal in space after walking on the moon was foil packets with roasted turkey. What are you most thankful for? So I'm most thankful to God for, uh, for family, for freedom, 
of worship, freedom of being in America, freedom of being able to express ourselves, and also the, the fellowship, right, of not only family, but also of the saints and the greater church, and just for community in general. I would have to say my family and just the relationships he's given me in life, friends that have walked through all the ups and downs of life together. I just got married this last year, so I'm really thankful for God bringing me a new husband and my son and just surrounding me with his love all the time and continually proving how faithful he is to me and how loving he is to all of us. There are so many things that I'm thankful to God for. First of all, for saving my soul. Then for every day and every breath, I just cannot imagine how anyone survives more than a day or two without the Lord. I want to be thankful every moment, every second, every thought needs to be thankful to Him. I'm thankful to God for my family that I get to go spend time with them. I am thankful for health, being able to have a job and be here in America. I think we're blessed to be here. I'm thankful for family that's committed to the church, is active and doing roles inside of the church, what they're called to do. I'm, I'm really thankful and blessed to have a family that follows the word in that way. For me, that's probably the biggest blessing for me is just to have a family that follows God. Thankful to God most for my salvation, that I have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and then for family, just thinking about all the blessings that he's given us, just who we are in him, but then also just to think of all the grace he's shown us and the blessings that we have. We like to reflect on that at Thanksgiving. I'm thankful to God the most for my family, as I say, my kingdom family, and for my actual family. I am thankful to God for my wife. Just so grateful for uh, my Lord and Savior, ultimately, you know, above anything else, and uh, my sweet church family. I don't know where I would be without the support from them. Our family, our children and grandchildren, now we have three grandchildren under the age of 20 months, and I had no idea what a blessing they would be. Like they said, if I knew they were so much fun, I would have had them first. I am so thankful for my wife and my kids. Uh, Just to think about some stuff personally we've been through with my wife's health. Uh, I'm just so glad to see what God's done. And yeah, we're still praying for breakthrough there. But I'm thankful just that God's been so good to her. I'm thankful for life, family, just the love he endures, just, just precious. I am thankful for my family, for our health. Also thankful just for another year of my parents still on this earth to celebrate and treasure. to blow. 
What has made it difficult at times for you to be thankful? What makes it difficult for me to be grateful at times is that I get lost in the hustle and bustle of work and my schedule and striving towards what I think is some sort of goal and not enjoying the moment, not enjoying the process, right? And, and not enjoying the little things. And, and so, so sometimes you get so caught in that striving to when you get a vacation or striving for this certain goal and you forget that the beauty is in the weekend. It's in, it's in the relaxing times. It is in the watching a game and taking a nap and cuddling on the couch and just the little things that we get to be grateful for. There have definitely been years in my past where it's been really hard to be thankful because I've been through some hard things when I've lost family members and been through a divorce. And so there's definitely been times where there have been hard holidays and it's hard to be thankful and to look for those things to be grateful for but I found that there always is something to be grateful for so just trying to look harder and look deeper into yourself and and thinking what positive things has God provided to me even in this difficult season so that I can be grateful for something even if the big things don't seem to be something to be thankful for that year. I don't think I have a difficulty being thankful at times because I have seen where I came from, and I know what I used to be, and I know what I am, and it is so different that I just, there's, there's no room for having a hard time to be thankful anymore. When I'm tired, when I'm weary, and the holidays are just going crazy, and you're running full speed, and you're trying to balance everything, I forget to be thankful. I just keep keep my head down and keep going. Busyness, like that monster of busyness, I would call it an evil spirit of busyness that we get overcome with sometimes and it's really a a self view sometimes you got to either rely on the spirit to bring you out of to really lean on on the lord to say hey similar to the spirit of depression you know where you get down on yourself and i think that's the the struggle is to stay away from the depression and we all know that it's all throughout the bible and great teachers like spurgeon had depression and i think things like that kind of keep you from being thankful so you got to remind yourself daily and I think when you get down on yourself, you, you don't do the daily devotions that you need and the daily reminders that you, you're supposed to do. So that's the biggest struggle for me. Things that make it being difficult to be thankful. You know, our family's experienced a lot of loss over the past three years, and sometimes it's hard to find the good in that or to be thankful in those situations, especially when you look around and there's an empty seat at the dinner table. You know, remembering those good times with family and then also just focusing on the fact that we know that we'll see them again because of Jesus. My mom passed away 12 years ago in December the 14th. It's it's hard during the holidays. As all mothers are, they're the foundation of the family. We don't get to go and visit our other, the rest of my extended family in Florida now that my dad's older. So it's just me and my dad and then my sister when she comes home, so it makes it harder. I find it very, very difficult to be thankful for hardships, even though I have the understanding that hardships are necessary to grow. Honestly, pain, physical pain. I deal with a lot of pain on a daily basis. Satan wants that to clog my brain and uh, block me from my blessings, but I know that through my pain, I'm actually sharing with my Lord and Savior and his suffering. That's when that flips for me, where I I go for my pity party and and think about myself to just being so, so grateful because through our pain, or at least for me, it draws me closer to Christ. You know, there's always that wrestling between understanding and thankfulness. And what I've learned is that you can be thankful without understanding. 
and it's a, it's a little bit of a paradigm shift because they seem like logically they go together. But you can be thankful in the storm, in the, the stuff. You can be thankful for the seasons. When I look back the last three years particularly, some things that God did in my life back then that I didn't have perspective of that I look on now and go, God, I'm so incredibly glad that you did that for me then. One particular time when my child, she had an accident. She got shot. It was just hard for me to pray then. And my mom came in and she said, you know what you've always been taught. He's the only one. Just pray to him. Congress recommended a day of thanksgiving and praise so that the good people may express the grateful feelings of their hearts and join their humble and earnest supplication that it may please God through the merits of Jesus Christ mercifully to forgive our sins and to enlarge his kingdom, which consisteth in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Continental Congress, 1777, written by signers of the Declaration, Samuel Adams and Richard Henry Lee. I appoint a day of public thanksgiving to Almighty God to ask him that he would pour out his Holy Spirit on all ministers of the gospel that he would spread the light of Christian knowledge through the remotest corners of the earth, and that he would establish these United States upon the basis of religion and virtue. Governor Thomas Jefferson, 1779. I appoint a day of public thanksgiving and praise to render to God the tribute of praise for his unmerited goodness towards us by giving to us the Holy Scriptures, which are able to enlighten and make us wise to eternal salvation, and to present our supplications, that he would forgive our manifold sins and cause the benign religion of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to be known, understood, and practiced among all the inhabitants of the earth. Governor John Hancock, 1790. What are some of those special dishes or favorite things to eat during Thanksgiving? Oh, you know, you got to love the turkey and dressing, right, with the cranberry sauce, uh, the uh, pecan pie, the the pumpkin pies. Um, I'm a sweet lover, so, you know, I love all the different pies and breads and cookies that are made. But, uh, you know, I also love the turkey. Uh, And sometimes you get the smoked turkey, you get the deep fried turkey, uh, you know, you just get the whole ramit of things there. So I love it all. So my grandmother's chocolate pie, peach cobbler, um, of course I love the the dressing and things like that too, but I would say the desserts are my favorite by far. My favorite food I think is probably the turkey, the stuffing, the pumpkin pie. I could just stuff out on that. And then there's some green beans on occasion, right? We're supposed to be healthy. Ooh, this is an easy one. My favorite foods are sweet potato casserole, green bean casserole. It sounds like I really like all the casseroles. I'm, I'm okay not doing the turkey because I love the casseroles and dessert, any pies, any, I'll eat all the pies. They're so good. I'm a guy who loves green bean casserole. So um, some of my favorite foods for, for Thanksgiving are green bean casserole. I'm just a simple turkey and gravy guy. You know, I can do even without dressing sometimes, man, and just... 
the stuff that you don't eat regularly is, is the things I enjoy. So the desserts are, I'll eat anything that won't eat me. I, I enjoy the kind of dessert. Favorite Thanksgiving foods, definitely mom's dressing. I like sweet potato casserole. My husband would probably say green bean casserole. I've started, I guess, a new tradition where I've been making chocolate chest pie, and that's probably their new favorite thing. So, yeah. <laughs> so I love cakes and pies. The rest of the year I don't eat them, but I allow myself to have that during Thanksgiving. I love the different salads, like pasta salad, all the different kinds that people bring, and I also like the sweet potato casserole, sweet potato casserole. My favorite food of Thanksgiving is dressing with cranberry sauce. The absolute favorite. Bar none, no competition. Turkey, of course. Green beans. I have lots of food allergies, so I, I can't really partake in what most everybody else has. I kind of have to stick with just the turkey and the green beans, uh, the basic stuff. But we do turkey, green bean casserole, like I said. And we used to do creamed onions. That was something that I had done ever since I was a child. But my extended family now is not as crazy about them, so we've kind of dropped that by the wayside. But um, rolls, just your traditional Thanksgiving dishes. <laughs> The weirdest sounding thing ever, but my favorite food for Thanksgiving is my mother-in-law picked up something from an aunt, and it's called tomato pie. It's like a uh, pie crust with tomato and some kind of tartness to something. I don't really know what it is, but it is the best. Every time we do Thanksgiving, she knows it's got to be there. That's my favorite. Some of my favorite foods is baked chicken. No turkey, and I'm not a fan of turkey. Green bean casserole. Oh, I think dressing is a must. Cranberry sauce green bean casserole. Those are my favorites. (laughs) The Pilgrims set sail for America on September 6, 1620, and for two months braved the harsh elements of a storm-tossed sea. Upon disembarking at Plymouth Rock, they held a prayer service and then hastily began building shelters. However, unprepared for such a harsh New England winter, nearly half of them died before spring. Emerging from the grueling winter, The pilgrims were surprised when an Indian named Samoset approached them and greeted them in their own language, explaining that he had learned English from a fisherman and traders. A week later, Samoset returned with a friend named Squanto, who lived with the pilgrims and accepted their Christian faith. Squanto taught the pilgrims much about how to live in the new world, and he and Samoset helped forge a long-lasting peace treaty between the pilgrims and the Wampanoag Indians. Pilgrim Governor William Bradford described Quanto as a special instrument sent of God for our good and never left us till he died. That summer, the pilgrims, still persevering in prayer and assisted by helpful Indians, reaped a bountiful harvest. As Pilgrim Edward Winslow, later to become the governor, affirmed, God be praised. We had a good increase of Indian corn. By the goodness of God, we are far from want. The grateful pilgrims therefore declared a three-day feast, December 1621, to thank God and to celebrate with their Indian friends, America's first Thanksgiving festival. We in our country, even with its bumps, bruises, and so many problems, have much to be thankful. It's not a perfect place because humans aren't perfect. That's why we needed a Savior. That's why God sent Jesus to do what we could never do in our own efforts reconcile us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Let's focus our thanks to God for sending us Jesus and for the abundance of blessings that we receive from Him. First Chronicles 16.34 says, O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. 
Psalm 717, I will give to the Lord the thanks, do his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. And then 1 Corinthians 1557, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. I'm Byron Tyler on behalf of the entire Bot Radio Network family.